Welcome back. You're listening to This Week. It's been 85 days since Hamas launched an attack in southern Israel, killing around 1,200 people. What followed was a bloody war in Gaza, where an Israeli bombing campaign and ground offensive resulted in the deaths of over 21,000 Palestinians so far. On average, the death toll from this war is around 300 people per day. Vincent Fien is a senior UK diplomat. He's former Consul General to Jerusalem and is Vice Chair of the Balfour Project, a charity which lobbies for a two-state solution to the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. He's been telling me what he thinks must happen at a diplomatic level to bring about an end to the bloodshed in Gaza. In the short term, we need to end the fighting. There needs to be a humanitarian ceasefire now. You're right about the numbers. 8,000, at least 8,000 children killed and bombardment of a space which is just over one third the size of County Dublin. Imagine that. And people being shoved from pillar to post. So the ceasefire is needed. Prime Minister Netanyahu won't be there forever. Uh, He made a big mistake. His big mistake, which has gone back many years, was to tell his people that he could guarantee their safety by suppressing the Palestinian people, with withholding their rights and imposing security on them unilaterally. What is needed is mutual security, not unilateral security. And I'm hoping that the people of Israel will realise that fact as they come out of their current natural trauma with the key issue of the hostages. Now, on to how to get diplomacy in play. It is in play through Egypt, through Qatar, through the US, and quietly through the UK, because we have some British hostages held by Hamas. And I'm hoping that the Egyptian initiative, which is current, will lead somewhere. The most influential people in Israel right now are the hostage families who want their people back naturally. And the best way to get them back is through a humanitarian ceasefire and negotiation. But considering what, what we heard from Prime Minister Netanyahu this weekend about taking control of the border with Egypt, about eliminating the threat of Hamas uh, into the future, do you see any prospect of Israel coming to the table? I don't see Netanyahu coming to the table. Um, I do see Netanyahu leaving the scene, possibly after this war is over rather than during it. But he's been trying to displace the responsibility for this security breach back on the 7th of October and the appalling attack by by Hamas onto the security services of Israel. It's actually his call. What is needed, I believe, is pressure on Hamas, and clearly there is pressure on Hamas from the people of Gaza who want this to stop and the bombardment from Israel. Uh, But we need pressure, on quiet or loud, on the uh, government of Israel We're hearing it uh, from the United States, uh, the talk by Biden of there being uh, too many innocent people killed, uh, likewise from Sunak in our country, and a more outspoken voice, may I say, from Ireland, uh, talking about the unlawful killing, talking about the vengeful nature of the Israeli attacks. Um, We need pressure on Israel to desist from the bombardment, and that means changing the way in which uh, Israel prosecutes this war. If 
And it's true, Israel wants the hostages back. The best way to achieve that is through a humanitarian ceasefire, huge humanitarian aid into Gaza, much needed, and then rebuilding, obviously, afterwards. Um, but to get a negotiated ceasefire which could lead to a sustainable one. And, and you, you speak about rebuilding afterwards. How much thought, how much planning needs to go in now to what happens in Gaza after this war is over? And, and who will run Gaza? We need the United Nations. We've always needed the United Nations. Israel doesn't have a great respect for the UN, but I do, and Ireland does. Um, we need the United Nations. We need what's called the UN Relief Works Agency, the agency which... Uh, looks after the uh, Palestinian refugees from 48 and 67. We need them back in big time. Uh, we need tents. We need field hospitals. There's a lot of stuff that needs to go in. That has to come ultimately through Israel, through a crossing point called Kerem Shalom. Now, on the issue of who runs Gaza, we need Palestinian agency. It's not right for Israel to declare who it will and will not allow to run Gaza. Gaza is not part of Israel. East Jerusalem and the West Bank are occupied Palestinian territory, not part of Israel. And therefore, allowing Israel, in the shape of Netanyahu, a veto over who runs Gaza is the wrong way to go. I hope that the world and the United States have learned the lesson from the past, which is that parking this issue, and it has been parked since 2014 when John Kerry, as Secretary of State, made the last effort. So for 10 years, the world has parked this issue. We need to get it off the parking lot, get it moving in the direction, as I said earlier, of self-determination for two peoples. And the issue of who runs Gaza is ultimately a Palestinian question. The issue of who runs Gaza and the West Bank and one of the mistakes that, that Netanyahu has made is to blockade Gaza for 16 years. You'll remember Guterres, but, the UN secretary. But, but, but you, 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 you say, you say, you say it's an issue for, for, for the Palestinians to decide who runs Gaza. I mean, if the Palestinians decide that Hamas should continue to run Gaza, that wouldn't be acceptable either to Israel or, or indeed, I suspect, to the international community. I think that that's, that is true. Um, there is one other fact, which is that by force of arms, Israel cannot actually eliminate Hamas. Hamas cannot be eliminated by war. What needs to happen is for the Palestinian people to have a better option, a better option. And it's also clear that Hamas does not equal the Palestinian people. Hamas is a part of the body politic of, of and indeed of um, the military politic of of Palestine, but it is not the future for Palestine, in, in my opinion. The people who have been talking to the Israelis over the last 20, 30 years in Ramallah, uh, Fatah and uh, President Abbas, are discredited among their own people simply because those talks have failed. If we can get to a situation where the US and the UN and the EU and the UK and France as permanent members of the UN Security Council restart a process which has as its avowed end the right to self-determination for the Palestinian people and mutual security between the two peoples, then we're going somewhere. 
And there's one way in which Ireland and the UK and some other states can facilitate this, which is recognition of the state of Palestine. Now, recognition of the state of Palestine, by which I mean Gaza and the West Bank, including East Jerusalem. That would be a gesture, but it has legal force and it has moral force to validate that right of self-determination for the Palestinian people, which has been lacking since 1948. And here I should say the Brit the Brit Britain has a responsibility uh, because of the Balfour Declaration, which had two promises, which were one was kept about a homeland for the Jews. The second was not, which was to uh, not harm the rights of the indigenous people, the Palestinian people. Mm. So Britain has got moral responsibility in this area. And this question of self-determination is something that needs to be a clearly stated aim of any future negotiation. And that was Vincent Fien, former British Consul General to Jerusalem and Vice Chair of the Balfour Project, speaking to me earlier.